Right to be read podcast, episode number 113. Interview with Ken Dan. You are listening to the Right to be Read podcast, and this is your host, Ani Alexander. Hey there, hello, hello, this is Annie Alexander and you're listening to the Write to be Read podcast, the podcast that inspires and encourages writers. Today I have an interview again for you and in this interview we will discover a completely new social media platform for writers, readers and publishers. It's a place where you can do pretty much everything you need to do in order to market your books, engage with your readers and get visibility. So I won't go into too much details. I'll let the founder and the CEO of that social network explain everything himself. So let's jump into the interview and you'll see what I mean when you hear it. Okay, hello everyone. My today's guest is Ken Dunn. He's a best-selling author, founder and CEO of The Next Century Publishing and The Reader's Legacy. So we'll start from the very beginning. During our conversation, you will find out what those are. And uh, welcome, Ken. I'm really happy to have you over here. Oh, I'm, it's a pleasure to, to be here with you. I, I loved our conversation before we got on the air. I, I'm excited about this. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll have fun. I mean, uh, up to now, most of my interviews have been really, really fun and with very great guests, and I'm sure you're one of them. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. I mean, everything you do, I have a feeling that is kind of, you know, closely linked to writing, uh, writers, publishing, authors and stuff like that. So basically, that's what we are about here as well. And uh, let's just um, maybe start from what exactly do you do? And then um, if you have any uh, backstory about how did you get there, that would be nice too. Okay, sure. Well, I'm on a mission to uh, change the way people write, read, and experience books. And uh, I know that that is a crazy, audacious thing to say, but it's, it's kind of how I live my life. Uh, as you mentioned in the introduction, I'm the founder and CEO of a, a company, a high-tech company called Reader's Legacy. And readerslegacy.com uh, is an amazing online community where people who love books can actually have a chance to create a virtual version of their home libraries, of, of the books that they love. And then they can interact with other avid readers, they can interact with authors, they can interact with publishers. And uh, it's really, it's a convergence, if you will. And it's kind of a funny story how I got from the beginning to here. Uh, I grew up in, in, in Canada, in the east coast of Canada. When I uh, left high school at uh, grade 11 and a half, I got into policing. Uh, for 14 years, I was in investigative policing. And in that time, I was uh, undercover buying drugs, uh, posing as a high school student. I was on a SWAT team. Wow. I was on a <laughs> surveillance team. I was a homicide detective uh, and major crime detective for five years. And part of my career 
Uh, I was the chief interrogator in a major North American city, a police department. I used to interrogate people who committed very serious crimes up to murder. Oh my God, we didn't have that on the show ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm your first chief interrogator. <laughs> Glad to hear that. Yeah, no. I in uh, three years I interrogated 18 suspects of serious crimes, and 17 of them confessed. Wow. <sighs> Okay. And, and to be honest, Annie, I thought that I would be a, a police officer for the rest of my life. But then on July 15th, 2001, a tragedy occurred. And one of the most uh, crazy experiences of my whole life. And it changed me forever. Now, I know when I say that, you're probably thinking, what happened? Did he get shot? Did he get his partner get shot? You know, what was the story? The story was my wife gave birth to my son, Matthew. and it completely changed me I I didn't want to be a cop anymore I I said I needed to get out of this and so I went to a friend whose dad owned a big insurance company in in Canada where I lived and I said what can I do give me some advice and he said look I don't know what to tell you but uh, I do know that when I first got out of school and started working in this company my dad made me read this book so why don't you read it tell us maybe it'll do something for you well, he gave me one of the most amazing, well, it is the second most amazing book I've ever read. And it was Ogmandino's classic, The Greatest Salesman in the World. And it, of course, it's a fiction story about a little boy that grows up way back in the old ages and, and becomes a salesperson. But in the book, Ogmandino says, these are the skills that the greatest salespeople in the world have. And Annie, I was shocked because the skills that Og said were the greatest sales skills were also the skills that I had learned in interrogation. And so I said, okay, I'm going to be a a sales guy. I didn't know anything about sales, but uh, I decided to try it. And so I started my first business when I was 28. It was a mortgage company. I used to help people arrange financing for homes. And in less than three years, it exploded. We funded over $300 million in mortgages and helped over a thousand people buy their first homes. Okay. And I had not, I had nineteen people working for me. And then three years after I started, another company, a bigger company than mine, bought my company, and I retired. So I went from being a police officer to financially free and retired in three years. Wow. Yeah, but then this is where it gets into books. I actually had a friend of mine who was in a network marketing company, multi-level marketing. Most people think that's a negative thing, that it's like a scam and nothing works. But he was really excited about it, and he kept bugging me to join. And because I didn't care, I just retired. I was 32. I said I'd try. And uh, for the next eight years, I traveled in over 50 countries of the world and spoke to tens of thousands of people. And in this multi-level marketing, I made over $14 million dollars. And it was unbelievable. Back in 2007, because I was talking to a lot of people about sales, I wrote my first book. And uh, it was a disaster. I, I went online and looked for a publishing company, and I found a company that you know, said they could help my book to become a bestseller. And they charged me over $80,000. And when the book was launched, it had over 200 spelling errors in it. And uh, it made me really angry. And so I decided that I was going to start my own publishing company back in 2007 and fix my book and relaunch it. Mm -hmm. And I did. And that book is called Being the Change. It was my first book. Since I launched it in 2007, it sold over 100,000 copies. Wow. 
all over the world. And then since then, I've uh, written three more books. Uh, I've sold over a quarter of a million copies of them, and my publishing company has grown. It, Next Century Publishing is a, is a hybrid publisher. So it's like self-publishing, where the author pays for all of the work. Our pricing is literally 30% cheaper than our closest competitor. So we're 30% cheaper than CreateSpace and Lulu and everybody. Oh. But, the big, but the big difference in hybrid publishing, we actually get our books into bookstores. So we don't just you know, take the client and, and make their book average. We, every one of our books, we make them exceptional. And we have well over 100 books that are in retail bookstores in the United States and Canada right now. We're opening offices in Australia uh, to cover that market, and we're opening an office in England to cover Europe. And, uh, and so we are really expanding fast and helping a lot of people. Then in 2011... Uh, I realized that, you know how, the, you, we've talked about this before we started our call, you know how the whole world is changing now in, in publishing. It's all going digital and virtual, ebooks, yeah. new companies and everything. Well, I, as I was watching all this happen, I realized that there was no company, there, there was one thing that all of the companies that were emerging were forgetting and, and nobody was really addressing because there was one thing that was being lost with all of the ebooks. And and you just told me about in Armenia, you know, there's no ebooks. It's all still physical books. So yeah. this really, really applies to you guys. The thing that's being lost is that intimate connection that a real avid reader has with their personal book collection. You see, for me, books changed my life. Everything I know about business, all the money I made was, was from the books that I've read. I've read over a 1,000 books on business, leadership, inspiration, personal development, you name it. And, and as the e-books were becoming popular, I realized that I was going to lose that ability to have my books around me. See, I still own all my books. Whenever I have a bad day, I go into my library, I close the door, and I find a book on my shelves that helps me to get through the hard times. I just read them, look at my notes. I mean, you name it. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just listening to you, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. I just recalled... Um, the statement that uh, James Altucher made on his interview with me and uh, we were talking about today's uh, society which uh, as James put it in terms uh, um, is about failure porn and is saying that you know the failure is a good thing that the road to success is through failure and stuff like that but here I'm seeing like a really smooth road of you know just success after success after success with no failure at all. Didn't you have any failures? Oh, well, I did, but I don't like to talk about those. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, um, I, I, I've been blessed today. I get to travel around the world and talk to people about leadership and business. And, and I'm quick to point out that you need the failures in your life. Those are the, those are the learning lessons that help you to go on to bigger things. And the real success is defined in a leader by their ability to learn from the failure and move on. Uh -huh. and, and so, yeah, I've got lots of those failures too. Okay, I see. Because it sounded like a fairy tale and, you know, it, it was too smooth to be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. There's lots of, lots of hard times. Look, the, the road to success is paved with hard experiences. It has to be. That's how you learn in business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
True. So um, your first book, which you kind of, you know, which made you become a publishing company later on, let's say, uh, what was it about? It was a nonfiction? Yeah, it was, it was basically my story. It was a little bit about how I went from being a, a homicide detective to a sales guy. It's a sales book. Okay, I make see. No, make, make no mistake about it. But then I teach... I studied seven of the world's greatest leaders for about five years. Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Steve Jobs, Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, Pierre Trudeau, and John F. Kennedy. And from these seven, I found a list of 10 inspirational, 10 characteristics that were common in their personalities. Mm-hmm. And I applied those to my life, and that's how I live my life today. And, and um, I wrote the book about those 10 characteristics. Okay, because I mean, taking into account your past, uh, you know, uh, career, I was thinking that you might uh, end up writing crime thrillers or stuff like that. <laughs> I, I definitely will in the future. I've been working on one for about eight years. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. So let's uh, let's move on. And I mean, it seems like you've you've got everything sorted out, and you're in a pretty cozy place right now. So why uh, did you kind of, you know, keep, do you keep working with authors and, you know, uh, how did you have this idea of creating Reader's Legacy and what it is exactly? Yeah, so I, I can't stop working with books. I love books. Uh, I, I mean, it, for me, this isn't a business. It's an obsession. Now, I still have to run it like a business. Reader's Legacy, which owns Next Century Publishing. So it's the same company. Uh, Reader's Legacy has 37 employees. Uh, we have a main office in Las Vegas with 15. We have an IT center in Panama City, Panama with 14. And then up in Canada, we have uh, six employees. And now uh, we're opening offices in Australia and, and uh, England. Um, so I have a responsibility to those people, but that's not what drives me. What drives me is seeing that with the virtualization of books, you know, right now in America, there are more ebooks purchased every year than physical books. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not much more. It's, it's about 51%, 52%. But what that means is there are 50% of the books that are being purchased that are never going to be in somebody's library. Yeah. That means that millions and millions of kids are going to find the personal books of their grandparents in a in, uh, hundred years from now, but half of the books aren't going to be there. People are going to lose track of their ancestry. It's a, it's a travesty. And so I realized that what I could do, look, social media is part of our world today. And yeah. e-commerce is part of our world today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just that people have accepted to be online in social media environments or have accepted to buy online. It's, it's how our world works. And so I, I thought, you know what? The world is ready for an environment where somebody who really loves books could create a virtual version of their home library and be around other people. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. Um, We put together a team out of Panama. We have 14 programmers working down there, amazing people. And we spent the last two years building readerslegacy.com. Readerslegacy.com has been described as the world's largest book club, but it's so much more than that. Uh, It's a magical place where anybody who loves books can open a free account and it looks like a Facebook page or a LinkedIn page. But on that page, you can, you have a empty library shelves and you click the add a book button or you grab your smartphone, 
download the app and you start scanning the barcodes of the books in your library or you add them and the books all appear in your library. So if wow. you go to my, my Reader's Legacy page right now, you'll see I have about 500 of my books that are there that I've read. Okay. Now, here's the cool thing. It's not the book. It's an advertorial page. So every, every book in the world has a page already. And on the page is a picture of the author. It's a picture of the cover. If the author has fixed it, then there's a video of the book. And there's a wall where everybody who loves the book can make comments. So every book has a page. Every person in the world can build a page. Every author has a page. And every publisher has a page. Later, we're going to add pages for media people like you and for editors and all kinds of amazing people. But here's the cool part. When we built this, we said, you know, there's already so many social media websites, so we have to be really different. Then we went out and we, decided, we researched how Amazon sells all those books. And we realized that Amazon actually has relationships with distributors in the world. And it's the distributors that have the warehouses and the books. And so we went out and we negotiated deals with the exact same distributors. And uh-huh. so now we, we have 15 million books that are for sale in here. And so then I I had to start studying, okay, how do I get people to use this? And I realized that the biggest emerging trend in the internet today is not social media, it's gamification. People want to have fun doing what they're doing. And so we came up with this idea that every time you do something in Reader's Legacy, then you get a badge. It's like a big game. So when you create your profile, you get a badge. When you add books, you get badge. When you make comments, when you share links, when you post, when you share your page on Facebook, you get a badge. And every time you get a badge, you get lit coins. Mm-hmm. Lit, coin, lit coins are our currency. It's a virtual currency that we created. And so for, for engaging socially, for doing what you're doing on every other website. Like I saw you on Facebook this morning making some posts. I saw that you made a post about having a nice conversation with a friend last night drinking a Stella, which you you and I are now friends because Stella is also my favorite beer. (laughs) So you're already doing social media. All you do now is if you do social media on Reader's Legacy, then you can earn lit coins. And listen to this. You can use the lit coins to buy real books. Wow. So you it's, basically give credit to people to be engaged in your ecosystem, love, like books ecosystem, and you make it available uh, for them to get actual books with those coins, right? Absolutely. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and we've already had, we launched it only two weeks ago. And so we're still doing a ton of work on it. But we've already had more than 2,000 people set up accounts and they've added over 10,000 books to their libraries already. Oh, my God. Oh, great. I mean, basically, when I'm looking at this, uh, people are spending tons of uh, time on Goodreads and Facebook and they are already doing what they are doing in there. Uh, But now they can kind of, you know, do the same things, have fun uh, and connect with like-minded people, but at the same time get books in return too. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's about. I thought I know all the news uh, that's going on in in this sphere, but apparently far away sitting here in Armenia, I've I've missed this big news. <laughs> well, this is only 2 weeks old though, so don't be hard on yourself. It's brand new. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so let's kind of um, we we already like briefly understood what is this there for the reader. Let's try to look at this from the writer's point of view. Oh, I love to talk about this. This is my real goal. So the the biggest problem, you know, I, I I'm considered a, somewhat of an authority on books and on writers and authors, and I get asked uh, on media interviews all the time about it. And, and I, I say the same thing over and over again. There's two challenges that writers face today. First of all, um, authors, writers are not marketers. Yeah. <laughs> They, they're just terrible at it. They don't know how to sell their own stuff. They're not salespeople. Then the other challenge is, unfortunately, most writers aren't even good writers. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and they write terrible books. Now, it's not their fault. I'm a terrible writer. I have a book that's coming out on October 7th called The Greatest Prospector in the World. It's a sales book that I spent five years writing and I've had uh, over seven New York Times bestselling authors that have already given me blurbs that are going to be on the book. Wow. Publishers Weekly has even made a great comment that's going to be on the book. Now, how did that happen if I say I'm a terrible writer? It's I used editors. I used people that are better than me to help me create a good book. Now, on the marketing side, even if they're lucky enough to create a good book, they don't know how to get themselves noticed and to build a community. Kevin Breyerman, who's the publisher at Publishers Weekly, he, he was at an event that I hosted two weeks ago, and he actually said that the secret to any author's future is building a community. Oh, yeah. He's, he said straight up, it's not, it, you've got to, writing a great book, that's a given, but you've got to be able to build a following. And so I said, oh, if I'm going to build Reader's Legacy, I want it to be a very special place for authors. And so we created. Uh, on your author page, if an author wants to, for only $9.95, they can join a marketing program called the Author's Buzz. Mm -hmm. And in the Author's Buzz program, just by clicking a button, they can change their author's website, their author's page into a full website wow. where they can load videos and pictures and they can do blogging. And, and when they join Author's Buzz, we're going to give them complete access to their following. So if you're an author and you end up with 20 or 30,000 people following you on your reader's legacy page, well, then we're going to let you email the whole list and sell them things and download it onto a spreadsheet and move it into your own platform because, oh my God. <laughs> because those, those people want to follow you. You know, you look at all the other social media websites, they don't let you do that. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, it's not for authors. It's just some environment where they control you. Yeah, and make you pay for advertising. <laughs> right. So we're gonna so we're we're gonna give the control back to the authors. Now we've also created a very proprietary video conferencing system that we're launching in September. If you're part of the Authors Buzz program, you can use your Reader's Legacy page to do webinars, conference calls, and host videos. So you literally send an email to your list and you say, Hey, on Saturday at two o'clock, I'm gonna do a, a video conference. I'm gonna teach you how to market your ebooks online. Mm -hmm. If you if you want to participate, then you have to pay two dollars and ninety cents. Well, you can make whatever price you want, and and then you you say oh, click here to join. So they click they click they pay their two ninety nine. As soon as they pay, readerslegacy.com grabs their IP address. All they have to do is show up on your Reader's Legacy page at two o'clock on Saturday. The, the Reader's Legacy will instantly realize that they've already paid. And all you have to do to start your webinar is hit start on your webcam. 
instantly all the thousands of people that are on your Reader's Legacy page, their page turns into a one-way video. So they see you streaming. Wow. Okay. And if you want to re- record it or use a recording, you can at the same time. But the people that haven't paid yet, they don't see you. They get a, a notification that they have to pay first and that the webinar is starting. So it's a very unique video conferencing platform that's built in. It's like WordPress. It's, it, you can market to your whole list. And then we're going to do teaching and training to help people that are authors to do more. So, so and I- that was, sorry to interrupt, and that was like $9.99 per month? Yeah, nine dollars and ninety-five cents per month. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Very inexpensive. We wanted to make it so that authors all over the world could benefit from this. And then, of course, if you're in the Authors Buzz program, then we do have advertising in our system. It's called direct to genre pay per click advertising. Where we think about this soon, we're going to have hundreds of thousands of people who have loaded every book that they've ever read. And so why wouldn't we let authors advertise? So now in our pay-per-click or direct-to-genre pay-per-click advertising, an author can advertise their book directly on the page of the people who have already told us that that's the the type of genre that they like to read. Okay, so it's like uh, targeted Facebook advertising per interest or something like that, yeah. That's exactly right, but it's targeted directly at the most avid readers in the world. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, yeah. the, because the people that take the time to build their reader's legacy pages are true readers. And so if somebody pays $9.95 for the Author's Buzz program, we're also giving them $9.95 worth of free advertising. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're, we're doing everything we can to help authors. Have you calculated the business model? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're giving away a lot, aren't we? Oh, yeah, that, that's why I was like, uh, okay. So basically, the way I imagined this, because I mean, the more you talk, the more I have the feeling that you've decided to collect all the good cream of all the things available out there and put in one place for authors and readers. Because, I mean, uh, everyone is talking about how difficult it is to build the email list and capture those emails and, you know, get them from Amazon to your site to get those emails and, and, you know, different things, uh, giveaways and stuff like that that people are thinking about to get email lists. And you're giving those opportunities. People are kind of paying... uh, um, big amount of money for different tools to make webinars and you know to to have different tools to create landing pages and registrations and stuff like that so you basically you have collected all those uh, different functions and everything that the author ideally would need and use and put all in one place absolutely and made it cheap and easy to use Oh, yeah. And made it cheap and easy to use. So it's like, I don't see a reason not checking it out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if somebody is, is an author and is truly interested, look, all authors are readers. Most authors are also avid readers. Yes, sure. And so if anybody is an author and is truly interested in making more money with their books and learning, then there is no better place on the internet than readerslegacy.com for them. Okay, and one more impressive thing which you didn't mention, but we spoke before the recording, and I want you actually to to make it known because I I personally was impressed was that basically this place is the second biggest bookseller after Amazon, right? 
Yeah, we we obviously we don't have the detailed information to confirm that, but that's what we've been told. Okay, and it's so only we in two over, weeks, so yeah, we have over fifteen million books for sale. Okay, yeah, well, that's that's great. And how many registered users already? You said over two thousand in the first two weeks. Over two thousand in the first two weeks. Well, actually, um, I mean. Every, every time I'm looking at different new uh, places and new tools to use, I think that the best time is in the very beginning to join the the flow, let's say, <laughs> because yeah. later on it it starts becoming overcrowded. So I guess like, you know, catching all these uh, amazing things from the very beginning is probably the best timing that one should have. Well, if you take a look at anybody who is making a lot of money on the big platforms. The folks that are making the most money on Amazon, Twitter, LinkedIn, they were the people that founded at the beginning and engaged and built big followings. Oh, yeah. And so, so there are going to be people that end up making millions of dollars as authors because of Reader's Legacy, but it's most likely going to be the people that get in now at the beginning. Okay, so let's let's talk about this in this case. I mean, every platform kind of has its own specifics and we kind of, you know, we know the tips and tricks of each one approximately by, you know, trial and error and advice from different people. So what would you advise newbie writers who join uh, Reader's Legacy and kind of, you know, and have one or two books out there which they are kind of bringing with them? What should be the best approach? Where should they start? What they should do in order to start building their audience there? What they, the first thing that they should do is set up a personal page and add all the books that they've ever read and, mm. enga and engage. Take it seriously. This is sales 101. People aren't going to take you seriously on readerslegacy.com unless you do, unless you're making posts, following people, engaging with your community, you know, post, share your library and your pages on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, build your following, take it seriously. And then set up all – if your books are not already on the system, then you can create a book page yourself and you can offer the book for sale. You get to name the price. We're going to um, sell the book and then when we sell it, you get 70% and we get 30%. And we're going to send you a notification to mail the book to your follower. You get all the shipping money too. And as soon as the book is received by the follower, we're going to pay you. So if you're an author, set up your book pages. Make sure that you're advertising, you're promoting yourself in there, and take it seriously. Okay. So are we talking about paperbacks only, or um, since you mentioned shipping? No, oh, no, paper books and ebooks for sure. And e -books. Even, even Kindles. You know, unfortunately, Amazon has that monopoly with Kindles. So if somebody wants to buy a Kindle book, uh, they, they can click on the Kindle link and they can purchase that too. Okay, so the, yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, um, um, lots of food for thought <laughs> in here. So um, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of. Uh, I think it's um, very good one-stop place for pretty much everything to to start learning and trying and and bringing in uh, the books in there. 
So um, can you tell us if, uh, since you already have 2,000 users and apparently uh, part of them are authors in there, um, do you already see some tendency, like, you know, any authors who are doing really great already in there, you know, what's going on, any success stories you want to share with us? Yeah, so we've seen dozens of authors that are really building good followings and are starting to even sell their books. And it's happening because the authors are engaging. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. So how much, I mean, uh, engagement uh, can be of very different levels and, and apparently it's time consuming and you, you have to invest time and also your attention and relationships and connections into that. So uh, approximately, what do you think, how much time can be sufficient enough to dedicate to this platform? Oh, I, I think if somebody spent 10 or 15 minutes a day, that's all they'd need to do. Oh, okay. So it's it's kind of, you know, it, there is no excuse that, you know, one is too busy and done, doesn't have, I mean, I never really buy that excuse uh, anyway. But so in this case, this excuse won't be valid at all. Yeah, no, it, it, it I mean, look, that, that excuse is the same one that broke people use for everything. You know, if, if, if this goes back to my general business experience, if you want to be successful, you have to invest time. There's no such thing as not having time. Oh, yeah. You, you invest either time or money or both. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I guess before we part, um, maybe like going back to more general terms. Um, I mean, you've been there, you've written your very first book. Uh, you had, um, I guess, um, you know, similar experiences like many of the writers these days are having with traditional publishers and you, you sort of made it all yourself later on. So, um, I guess my question is, what would you advise a, a very newbie writer who is just starting out, who is in the very first stages of his exciting journey of becoming authors? What would be your biggest advice? My, one of my biggest pieces of advice would be to go to learn how to write a book in two hours dot com. This this is a this is a website that I created. It's a blog. And I write about writing on that blog. And if you go there, I will give you a free copy of a book that I wrote two years ago called Learn How to Write a Book in Two Hours.com. Everything I know about writing is in there. It's not a little ebook, it's a real book. It's 130 pages long, it's 30,000 words. And everything I know about writing and publishing books is in that book. And if you get it, you will do better as an author. Okay, I see. Well, thank you very much for coming over. It was really very exciting and uh, fresh interview. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Oh, it's great talking to you too, Annie. And I look forward to seeing you in Reader's Legacy. Uh, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Well, I guess that was it. Uh, go ahead and check out Reader's Legacy. I've already registered there and I like it so far. Uh, besides that, the show notes of this episode are at www.annialexander.com/slash 113. 
And also, as I mentioned in the previous episode, me and my business partner, Jyotsna Ramachandran, have set up a publishing services with a unique twist and with lots of advantages. So please check that out also. It's at www.publishmybook.today. Well, that's it. Have fun, have a productive week, keep on writing, and I'll meet you again. <laughs>